Hello and welcome to Sutra's Side Talk. I'm your host, Kamran Shishtar, and with me is... James Seelig. Alright, this is our fourth episode. We've been gone for about two weeks now, just because of the 4th of July stuff and yeah. a couple other things that were going on. Yeah, our schedule got kind of changed around a little bit. Yeah, and because of that now we got two weeks worth of news, though 4th of July kind of <laughs> took everything a little bit down, but still there's quite a lot to talk about this week. Uh, once again, we will start off, though, with what we've been playing. James, yeah. what have you been playing? Uh, not a whole lot. Still mostly just Fortnite. Uh, a whole hell of a lot of Fortnite. Just because the season's ending, I think, tomorrow as of recording. So, trying to get the last few ranks of Battle Pass that I can. You know, unlock a few, th- a few new things. Finished off my Carbide set. I got the glider now. But I don't know what any of that means, but okay. It's the skin that comes with this seasons battle pass kind of it seems like every season they have a specific skin that you get just for buying battle pass and then over the course of the season you level it up and get new stuff attached to it the carbide armor is basically like blue of iron man it's kind of neat anyway uh so fortnite uh i bought Illumines on my switch and i've been crazy addicted to that because good god that music is amazing which uh which luminous title is it Luminous Remastered. Oh, okay. It's, I think it's basically the PSP version that they just up for HD and, I don't know, maybe made the music higher quality or something. I, I've i never played Luminous before. The only reason I got it primarily was just because people have been telling me that, oh my god, Luminous is amazing. Luminous is second only to Tetris. And then also, as we mentioned in one of our previous episodes, the creator of Luminous is making a Tetris game called tetris effect yeah and the music for that trailer made me really interested in what luminous was like and so now i feel like i have a better idea of what tetris effect is going to be like and it's basically going to be tetris with luminous music and that sounds awesome to me i'm fully in now and then uh, the only other thing was last night i started a game in nio the wait night or is it neo or is it i thought it was nio it's the it might be neo it's like dark souls right yeah it's like yeah, dark yeah. souls with a i think it's called neo. aesthetic i thought huh i thought it was called neo yeah i think it's called neo i could be wrong or at least maybe americans call it neo Spelled and then maybe it's actually called nio you figure it out i have no idea yeah it's not worth it but yeah i uh, i got it on sale because sony's doing a uh half yearly sale i think it is and they just had like a bunch of stuff on sale. And the only thing that I didn't already have that I was actually interested in was Nio, because they, uh, partly because they announced a sequel. So I figured, well, if it was good enough to get a sequel, I, I could maybe play the original game for like 18 bucks. And so far, I'm liking it. The only, uh, the only thing I don't like about it as much as Bloodborne or Dark Souls is the, the it's not one large intricate map, it's s- smaller areas. But, oh, so like you go to a certain area, then you either like fast travel or go through like a loading. It's like area. I finished the first mission, and then it's just like okay, cutscene, you're done. Oh, go to okay. an overworld map, and then from that overworld map, there are missions you can select in different levels to do. That reminds me then of um, so I guess it's Dragon little, Age Origins a little bit. It's a, a little like that. It's a little bit like it's like a small open world. Demon right? Souls was because okay. Demon Souls did that where it. It had uh, individual levels. It still had complicated levels, but individual areas as well. So okay. I'm, I'm really only like one chapter into it, but so far I'm liking it. It's pretty cool. The The combat's really fun. So but that's what I've been playing. 
All right. I honestly, this whole two weeks, I barely played anything. I actually, though, did finally open God of War. So I started that. I barely left the house. Yeah. I'm like, I fought the stranger and then I... Oh my God, that fight. Yeah. Dude, the sin. Cinem- I, I, I didn't think it was going to be, because everyone's like, oh, dude, when you fight another god, like, it, you feel like a, you feel like a god, and I'm like, I don't know what that means, and then you fight the stranger, and I'm like, holy shit, I like, can't believe this. I was just blown away from the beginning of that fight when he just, like, uppercuts you over the building, and the camera follows you. I was just like, whoever did the camera work for this game is fucking genius. It's amazing. Yeah, when because when he first knocks on the door and you see him, yeah. I'm like, oh, it's one of those dudes in downtown San Francisco. They're always like, all right, uh, I won't deal with it. You can leave now. And then, yeah, it turned out he was a little bit more than that. Yeah, yeah, older. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I got. I'm. We're still. By we, I mean like Kratos and Atreus. Yeah. Uh, boy. Boy. Boy, boy. indeed. You are not ready. <laughs> uh, but they're, they're, I just fought the old woman, the Revenant, I think. Mm, the first time, the I first Revenant. So that's like where I'm at right now. Yeah, those things are annoying. Yeah. So a little bit of that. I'm hoping to get to it more. Maybe tonight, if I have time, I would really like to. Um, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah, but that's about what I've been playing. Uh, next up, we'll do our gaming news. We'll start with what you got. Uh, I only have a few things. Uh so, one thing I thought was super funny was that, like, as we were setting up for last week's episode, I saw a bit of news for from IGN about how there are, believe it or not, already knockoffs of Death Stranding on at least mobile phones. That game's not an out yet. We don't even have a release date for it, but someone decided to make a, to try to figure out what the game is about from the trailers and make something similar, I guess. Uh, I'll read you a bit of the description because it's so funny. They even try to, to capitalize on, uh, what's his name? I'm blanking because I'm... The, Kojima? Kojima. Because I actually make a fake Kojima name in the article and that, that was the only thing that kept coming up in my head. Coralima? Is Kojumbo. Kojumbo. Yeah. They, is that his description heftier for, cousin? Yeah, the description for the game on Google Play is, everyone knows Kojumbo genius, therefore the game is brilliant. Then the, the description is, there was a global catastrophe, the big explosion changed the familiar world and the water began to go away. All marine animals are stranded, death spread over the planet, there were strange dark creatures and also there's a period after all of these these are very short it's literally just descriptions of the trailer (laughs) just like oh is this a narration of the trailer yeah like the trailer where norman reedus is saying like first there was a bang and then this happened then there was another bang and then the the first trailer with the dead animals on on the stranding uh yeah the, the birth rate of children has stopped but there is a small ray of hope in the form of a new child over the past many years oh man I, I just thought that was the funniest thing. I, I get making a, an asset flip knockoff game to try to capitalize on it, but that that's some early <laughs> capitalizing. That game's not even coming out for another year or two, at least. Uh, yeah, I thought that was funny. Those are all mobile games, right? Yeah, oh it's, gosh, it's a mobile game. Holy shit. I, I always wonder, like, at the, the people that make these games, what's going through that they're just like, this is what I'm going to do for a living is... Yeah. Uh, 
make a bunch of knockoffs of something that already exists and I, I just don't I mean how many Pokemon knockoffs can there possibly be on the iStore? I don't the know. answer is infinite. The only one I like is Digimon. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um I mean not really it's not a knockoff, but I fucking love Digimon. That shit's great. So Or it used to be. That's a kid. So besides that funny news, a uh, little bit probably more important to me just because I played Overwatch more mostly I don't think you've ever played Overwatch. I played once on a PC for one round. How'd you like it? It was fine. Yeah. I really like it. Although, if I'm going to be honest, I've been a little out of playing it for a while. Uh, but there's a couple new things coming in, some patches to Overwatch. Uh, one, Symmetra is getting almost completely reworked. She's one of the support characters. Although, actually, no, she's not anymore. I forgot. They, they're actually changing up how they're splitting up the characters. So it used to be um, attack, defense, support, tank. And now they just lumped uh, de- uh, attack and defense into damage. So now there's just damage, tank, and support. Uh, so then damage can be offensive or defensive. Yeah. Really so it's more of like a... Okay. Yeah. And Symmetra was always classified as, for some reason, a healer, even though she never actually healed anyone. It was all shields and places all and fake stuff. words in the year like oh, yeah so basically she was you. she was a supportive character what with laying turrets and stuff but she never healed anyone is this the the robot the, the indian uh, lady who makes hard light constructs she lays turrets around and teleporters sure yeah <laughs> she was one of my favorite healers to play on hanamura now the i don't know how how i like what they're gonna do to her it would take way too long to explain all the uh, the differences because they they're almost completely reworking her and then also they're adding a brand new character called wrecking ball slash hammond i i think he's funny uh i don't know how much i like his swinging wrecking ball thing although if it lets me swing around like spider-man that might be fun but mostly it's just cute that he's a little hamster rolling around in a wrecking ball full of guns and stuff but we'll see how he plays when, when he actually comes out. Right now, it's just on the public test server. Gotcha. And that's the second animal mech character in a... What kind of game is it, technically? I guess it would technically be a hero shooter. A hero shooter, yeah. Because I do remember when we were at PSX, uh, there was like the whole little miniature conference that PlayStation had. And they had... I think Randy Pitchford came out, or did they just have him on a video or something? I think it was a video. He wasn't actually there. Yeah. Uh, they were like, oh, here's our new character. I think his name was Percival. Mm-hmm. And he was a penguin in a mech. And that was December 2015. Yeah, this is so. this would be for the, if you remember, the ill-fated Battleborn. Yes, came out. Battleborn. Like, Battlegun. Oh, God, was it before or after Overwatch? I want to say it came out. I think it was like two weeks before Overwatch, before. and then Overwatch. It was timed so badly because if it was separate, maybe it would have been okay. But yeah, it it's like Gearbox versus Blizzard. Who's yeah. gonna make it through that? Oh, I, I think yeah. we know. And it's not that it was even a bad game. Oh, it wasn't. It's I just like I know it had a small following, but with Overwatch there right next to it, it's yeah. not gonna. Played... If all your friends are playing that one, why are you gonna play this yeah. one alone? Like I played the the open beta when that was a thing i liked it at the time uh i didn't really it was closer to a moba really or at least the mode that i played felt more like a moba the way you level up your character and stuff 
than a hero shooter. So it had enough differences, but because cosmetically it looked so similar to Overwatch, people just assumed they were the same game. And if I'm going to be honest, once I started playing Overwatch, I was just like, this is so much fun. I don't I don't need any other online multiplayer games, at least at the time. Okay. So, um, oh yeah, and then another piece of interesting but kind of sad news. I never played the Friday the 13th game, but I know there were a lot of people that were interested in it. I thought it was a really cool project, the way it started as a, I think it was a Kickstarter and it wasn't even a Friday the 13th game at the time. It was just a game very inspired by the theme of Friday the 13th, where you got you know a bunch of camp counselors trying to run away from some murderous guy at camp. And it was, it was one of those asynchronous games where you play... Or, no, not asynchronous. Whatever you call it. Besynchronous. <laughs> well, asynchronous is usually when you take turns doing a thing like wars with friends i think so you're not doing it at the same time this was what did they call turn-based no what did they call uh evolve but it was like that 5v1 mode whatever oh yeah yeah, yeah. basically you had one person playing one role and then a bunch of other people playing the opposite role and at some point during the development of friday the 13th Whoever owned the rights to the title Friday the 13th took notice of this game and said, hey, you're very clearly making a Friday the 13th game. Why don't I just give you the rights to the title so you could literally just make it Friday the 13th and really sell it? And they were like, oh my God, yes, thank you. Holy shit. And they made a Friday the 13th game. They've been working on it for a while. They've been adding, you know, new counselors you can play as with different special abilities I think they have. And then, you know, different Jasons, mostly skins. And, but apparently, I don't know why, but whoever owns the rights to the Friday the 13th game, just to, not game, the title, for some reason decided, never mind, we don't want you to use that title anymore. So they filed a lawsuit to cease and desist all Friday the 13th stuff. So... You can still play the game now, but they are not allowed to add any new content to the game, which means no future patches for new content, no rearranging anything in the game that needs to be rearranged for whatever reason, no bug fixing. So the game is basically dying now because for whatever reason, someone says, we don't want you to use the name anymore. Which is kind of crazy. Like, it's like, oh, how did things used to go? And it's like, oh, they, uh... They'd finish a game and it was done, even if it did add multiplayer, it's mm-hmm. done. Like there's no more patches, it's done, it's finished, and it still survived for a long time until maybe a sequel or something came out. Whereas now it's like if you don't give something new, if you don't keep feeding, like, oh, it's over. Sorry, man. Yeah, people will just move on to the next thing. Yeah. And yeah, I didn't actually get to play it either. I don't think I have it. It's like one of those Oh, was it one of those packages that I somehow acquired it and I don't know yet yeah. because there's such a ridiculous amount? Uh, who knows, but... For me, just at the time it came out, I heard it was fun, but there were a bunch of bugs with it, so I didn't feel like spending, like, whatever it was, like $30, $40 on it at the time. But I kept hearing all these good updates to it over time, so I figured, oh, maybe eventually, and now I'm just like, no. Yeah. I'm, if it's going to die soon, then I'm, I'm not going to jump on it now. Um, let's see, was there anything else that I was interested in? 
uh, the only other thing I thought was an uh, interesting bit of news that came out over the last couple of days that apparently Nathan Drake never gets shot in Uncharted. Or at least he, he does not have a health meter, apparently. Which could have fooled me, what with, you know, you, people shooting at you, the screen turns gray, and there's what looks like blood forming around the, the edges of the screen. It looks like you're dying. But apparently the way it was intended to be interpreted was Drake only ever gets shot one time. It's not that he's getting shot over and over and his health is depleting. It's bad guys, like in any action movie, are terrible shots. And they just keep nearly missing and eventually his luck runs out and the one bullet hits him and kills him. So I thought that was... Nate, no! <laughs> yeah, silly. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god, Nate! <laughs> but, I mean, I love those games and that I- idea is such a clever excuse for, like, why he never <laughs> dies of, like, the million shots. It's, it's so ridiculous, but it's it's great. It, it makes great. me want to go back and play those games to see if they were serious about that and the bullets are all just like near misses or if they're just like oh but then you're just supposed to interpret it that way yeah you have to look at, yeah you have to look at it again like wait but like i've definitely noticed a bunch of times where like a bullet nearly misses his head and he kind of ducks down real quick but yeah i never thought about Cause it because the screen changes color it does and so that kind of distracts you don't really pay attention to you're just like focusing that. more on like not dying and just trying to shoot back or something yeah. like that or so, them I, I just it's a little uh it's a little touch but i thought it was really clever and super it makes it even funnier just that they, they're basically saying hey we're making these action movie games let's make it like an action movie and make the bad guys terrible fucking shots so that's about it for game news for me that i wrote down over the last couple of weeks all right and i have a a bigger slew of game news this is just uh the first portion uh so for what i got uh for fallout 76 this is just a nice little one bethesda's donating proceeds from their cover of crunchy roads on itunes to habitat for humanity which is they they pretty much help out uh poor communities around the globe basically get like affordable housing so i thought that was pretty cool and then um more controversial is uh sony crossplay once again uh, Sean Layden quote said uh, after like everything else he responded with like uh, after all the complaints uh, yeah, we're hearing it we're looking at here. a lot of the possibilities you can imagine that the circumstances around that affect a lot more than just one game I'm confident we'll get to a solution which will be understood and accepted by our gaming community while at the same time supporting our business okay that told us We'll think maybe about it sometime. I don't know. We'll see. Um, that's kind of how... We'll put a pin in it. Yeah, that's how I interpret it. Like, I I, I don't see them do... Like, I'm, we're still waiting for our PSN name changes. So yeah. uh, let's that's just uh, not be waiting with bated breath here for that one. Uh, but also, along with that and with Fallout 76, Todd Howard kind of said, uh, apparently Sony's not that helpful when it comes to crossplay. Yeah. For if they did that for Fallout 76, which honestly, I even if they were, I doubt that that was even inconsistent. Like, they weren't really thinking about crossplay to begin with. Like, I feel like Call of Duty or something would do it before 
yeah. fallout wood or something like that. Like, I, I don't see that as a big factor of like, oh my god, that's terrible news, or... I don't know. The, the only thing I can think of is maybe because it's an open world game and you're not supposed to be seeing people all the time, maybe they at some point considered it would be easier to fill in worlds if you could have people from multiple systems but i i, don't I wasn't even so. expecting it in the first place anyway not from yeah. fallout and it's fallout it's gonna sell a shit ton like each console is gonna be fine like pc ps4 and xbox yeah. will be like golden with it i mean though i guess this is one that won't come to switch because i don't think it would be able probably to not Something at the very like least i think it'd be interesting if they um i don't know had some sort of bethesda net way to just have your your character like you could transfer saves from consoles but i sort of doubt it what with sony not allowing the battle pass to go across systems but whatever yeah but on the plus side uh playstation plus see what i did there yeah. uh the july games for playstation plus have been announced i'm just gonna run through like all these and games with gold and everything else really fast uh for playstation plus for ps4 you get heavy rain and absolver Ooh. for ps3 you get rayman 3 hd and deception 4 the nightmare princess uh, for Vita, you get Space Overlords and Zero Escape, Zero Time Dilemma. That game is good. The only thing that killed me there, I mean, most of these, I'm like, okay. But Heavy Rain, I'm like, you bastards, I can't <laughs> believe you did this to me. Because what did they do? They were like, hey, if you pre-order Detroit Digital Deluxe Edition, you can get Heavy Rain with it. And I'm like, oh, cool. Well, I mean, we they just gave us Beyond Two Souls with Plus, and it basically is free heavy rain and just pay 70 dollars for it really otherwise i could probably have waited on getting detroit yeah. just a little bit i even forgot they did that and then a month later they're like yo what's up you got heavy rain for free for playstation plus it's just like that is kind of a little shitty <sighs> thanks you guys really uh really appreciate it there really really helping us out folks uh but yeah and then we got uh games with gold for Xbox, uh, four games are Assault, Android Cactus, and Death Squared for Xbox One. And the 360 games are Virtua, Fighter Five, Final Showdown, and Tom Clancy's Splinter Cell Conviction. And uh, new games for Game Pass really fast. For July coming this month are, some are already out, and I think a couple are still coming, but uh, the two 360 games are Fallout 3 and Oblivion, which Ooh. pretty they're basically getting a shit ton of Bethesda stuff right now, it seems like. Uh, but for Xbox One, it's uh, Abzu Dirt Four, uh, Zombie Armor. Yeah, sorry, Zombie Army Trilogy, uh, Shadow Complex Remastered, Human Fall Flat, Bomber mm -hmm. Crew, and Warhammer Vermintide Two, which was previously announced for uh, during E3. Shadow Complex is really good. Yeah, I still haven't played that, so I'm like, yeah. oh, maybe I should finally jump if on that. You well, actually, want... I don't have Game Pass yet. So, if you're a fan of Metroidvania games, you'd like this. We'll see. We'll... My only knock against it i guess it's not even as a game it's just because it's made by orson scott card and <laughs> i it's orson scott card yeah it, oh, wow. it's based off of one of his books and it's one of those weird things where orson scott card is a good writer i've read at least a little bit of his work i read ender's game i thought that was really good i like that too yeah. but i found out years later that he's apparently like crazy homophobic and I don't want to throw accusations or anything, but I just hear he's like a terrible person personally. But it's one of those things where do you really put shit on a game that someone made off of his work 
because he's an asshole when he had all, probably almost nothing to do with it, other than he wrote the book the game is based off of? I don't know. I would say no. Probably not. Personally, but that's just because it's like, oh, that basically means just because you're associated by work with someone, yeah. that you're then put at the stake to burn too, and uh, I've never yeah. really been for something and like I, that. I really don't like to do that. It's just yeah. like... So those things where I just found out years later after I was like, yeah, Shadow Complex is freaking amazing. He's like, but what about Orson Scott Card? Like, what about Orson Scott Card? Like, well, he's an asshole. Like, well, he could be an asshole, but he's a good writer. It's like when you go to Chick-fil-A and you shout at the people that work at Chick-fil-A and they're just kind of like, dude, yeah, I just, I just want to make job. money. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, you're a son of a bitch, but also can I get like three chicken yeah. sandwiches and some of that uh, Chick-fil-A sauce? I hate your company. But make me a sandwich. Yeah, I was delicious. <laughs> I fucking love that place. It's so delicious. But uh, yeah, next up, uh, Amy Hennig did indeed leave EA in January. That's so sad. I'm I'm such a fan of Amy Hennig. Yeah, and now she's focusing on VR projects with the new studio she started. Um, oh, I don't sorry. have any headsets, so I guess. Um, I'll have to wait a while when she eventually comes out with something. I might have to just because, I mean, I've wanted a PlayStation VR for a while, but if she, for context, if anyone doesn't know who Amy Hennig is, she's, she was the head writer for, I think, all three, the yeah. first three Uncharted's. Uh, she was doing the fourth and then they parted ways over, I believe, creative differences yeah. or something like that. I she, don't remember anymore. It's been so long and so many different stories have come up and down yeah. with everything else. She ended up getting picked up by Visceral Games, I think. Yeah, and then she was in charge of the new Star Wars project, which yeah. was going to be similar to Uncharted. And then, which I was so excited. Yeah, <laughs> Visceral went gone and yeah, gone. Yeah, got rid of them. Yeah, they were just, they're bye-bye, which sucks because... Yeah. Audio-wise, they made Dead Space, which kind of was the most resonating one of the best sound design game I've ever played. The like, first amazing. Dead Space is one of the best survival horror games I've ever played. That is actually terrifying. It is my favorite horror game for sure. But yeah, I just really—it was one of the first games that I remember appreciating the how they made the heads-up display part of your suit. So there was nothing you know floating on the screen or anything it was just you're just watching his back and whatnot yeah and it was so cinematic and it made you it was so immersive because of that that i i got so sucked in that game i might have screamed a few times <laughs> I, my favorite is usually when the lights would go off oh god and then you just hear them yeah and you're just like Ugh. oh my god the, gross. I, I don't know who did the audio design for that game but some of those Z- Z- xenomorphs no not xenomorphs necromorphs were absolutely terrifying the the screeching sound that the exploding ones would make you know, oh yeah no sh- yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> something like that yeah. just weird it's like literally inhuman yeah it was a good time but yeah uh let's see next up google may reportedly be making video game hardware uh, i'd be interested in that i wonder if it's gonna end up being like an Apple TV, but Google, because Apple also kind of tried to do a half gaming step with their Apple TV. I forgot that was even a... Yeah, you could I use for, the, Like, I forgot they even did try to do something. Yeah, you could use the Apple TV remote as a controller, but I wouldn't recommend it. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, it'll probably be very online-oriented, since, like, a lot of their products are very online. I and wonder. it's like... I've had to know over time, like, exactly how they all work. And it's just like, oh, how about offline? Oh, no, it doesn't do that. <laughs> it's just like, oh, okay, cool. It um, does make me wonder if it's going to be just 
like some sort of console extension of the Google Play Store? Or, uh, I mean, Maybe I really don't know. Uh, yeah. It could be anything. It, there's nothing known about it. and Hell, it could even be a Google streaming service. It could be a. It could be an Ouya. Yeah. Fool me once. You call that. Shame on you. I ain't getting shame on me, though. No way. It I may have bought an it idea. when it came out. That was... I regret it so much. But I got money back eventually when I sold it. <laughs> yeah. It was the brown one, too. Oh, you got the special one? Yeah. Mm. I regret a lot of things. Uh, yeah, next, after that, uh, Dead Island 2. Apparently still in development, according to a Dead Island, De- Dead Island tweet that they made after uh, they released Survivors for mobile. I literally haven't thought about that game since they announced it. Dude, I forgot completely that it was even being made. Yeah. I, well, I forgot that was even a game. Like, they're like, oh, yeah, there's Dead Island 2. And I'm like, yeah, when did that come out? And like, oh, it's still being made. I'm like, yeah. oh, oh, shit, did I miss it? Oh, no, I missed knowing about it, but it didn't come out. I thought I missed its release. Yeah. Is Jack Black still in it? Like, is, is there still Jack Black? Or was that Jack Black? And the, so when they originally made that trailer, it's like Southern California, or at least it's somewhere. Yeah, it was some. Dude it's like California, his, basically, and his earphones in for a run. The dude's yeah, the dude's jogging. One turns the zombies. He turns the zombie. He gets hit by a car. Car opens up. You hear like Jack Black's voice, and he steals the dude's shoes, and then oh, they drive away. You're yeah. right. Yeah, and then you're like, whoa, okay. And it seemed obviously a lot different than the first Dead Island. I mean, like, remember when they made the Dead Island at uh, the Dead Island trailer? Yeah. And you're like, like holy shit! And then they make the game, trailer. and you're like, that's not the trailer. Yeah, okay. the game had, was almost nothing like that. Other, it was no. It was just like, oh, the only two things they have in common is there's zombies, and it's on a resort. Yeah, that is literally the only similarity. It, it did not have that sad, tragic tone, and the whole game was about you, you know, dismembering zombies basically in most creative ways by building swords and clubs and shit made out of that have like fire and electricity coming out of them. I don't think I I remember we played together. I don't think I finished it. No. Nah, I think I, I sold it. I'm pretty I sure it. I finished the first game. I was not interested in Riptide or the other third person survival or horror game they made. That was not great. I think that was cell shaded. Mm. I think it was like Dead Island Survivor. Wait, did they put that out on mobile? That is the mobile game they've been working on. Oh, wait. Yeah, I think you got it mixed up. Else? I don't know. I don't think so. I think it was just Riptide, and then after that, it was it. And then they made the mobile game. I could have sworn they made like a really shitty third-person game that no one liked. I don't think so. I mean, around the same time, I think they were also making Call of War as the cartel when oh. they first came out with Dead Island. Mm-hmm. If I remember correctly. Yeah, I just I liked the idea of Dead Island. I just I got so tired of all of the bugs and my weapons disappearing and just shit going wrong. Uh, I got tired of it. Gotcha. Alright, well, next up, uh, Destiny 2. Moments of triumph have begun and will go until October 1st this year. How do you feel about Moments of Triumph? That's pretty cool. I liked it when they did it for Destiny 1. Um... I didn't really expect them to start doing anything like that. Although it kind of makes sense because they're, they're kind of trying to gear up for year two. And oh, they, wait, they actually did that for Destiny 1 as well. When, yeah. When year two was starting up, they they did a moment of triumph thing for year one, which got you an emblem for the... Uh, I forget what it was called. It, it was basically something for finishing all of this stuff in the first year. Yeah. 
I did the third one, the year three version. And then mm. you got the shirt, obviously. You're wearing it right now. Yeah. Uh, there's me a new shirt. Oh. Did you see that? Yeah, it's a, it's a white shirt with a golden emblem on it. It's like a sun with multiple points. It looks pretty cool. Basically, uh, it looks like... So the way the points work is complete any triumph, get your tracking emblem for moments of triumph. Uh, 125 points, get the right choice, a legendary ghost shell, 250 points, the solstice of heroes, moments of triumph, t-shirt offer becomes available. And I think it's the same thing where if you look at it now, if you go on the bungee store, it's like some ridiculous price, unless you basically, uh, finish the triumph for it to get it for like probably 24 99 or something. Yeah. The, for the shirt I'm currently wearing for the moments of triumph for year three or whatever, Age of Triumph, that's what it was, it says on it, <laughs> was, uh, it, it was something, I don't remember why the number seven is significant to Bungie, but they put it up on their store. For oh, it's their like Independence that. Day. Oh. When they sense. left Microsoft, and then they became their own thing. Okay. okay and nice. I was like, cool, we have something in common. Not leaving Microsoft, I haven't done that. Yeah. Uh, but, <laughs> uh, no, my birthday is also July 7th, so I was like, oh. oh yeah. They put, it up, my day. they put it up something like $777,000. Basically, it was like all sevens, unless you had the code for doing all the Age of Triumph stuff, and it was yeah. like 25 bucks. But yeah. I think it was 20 but you could spend 5 for your gamer tag to be put on your shoulder like I did. Yeah. And then uh, 300 points for Get Comrades in Arms, a Legendary Sparrow. 400 points, which is all the points I guess you can get, get the Eternally Triumphant Emblem emblem upgrade and yeah it's $24.99 extra five dollars add your gamer tag to your left sleeve i should have gotten the age of tramp shirt but i totally was like yeah i'll get to it and <laughs> then i forgot and then it expired and i was like fuck uh so yeah the, then i think july 31st is when solstice solstice of heroes comes out mm. i almost forgot its name yeah so that's gonna be fun we should probably start playing yeah, again i feel play like a little bit of destiny again um <laughs> Actually, you free tonight? I think so. All right, I got a meeting with the game development stuff, but afterwards... Let me know. It'll probably be like 9, 30, 10 yeah. o'clock or something. That's probably fine. I don't I don't need to open the deli tomorrow, so I'll, I can go to bed a little bit late. All right, cool. Sounds good. All right, so after that, let me just switch back to this guy. I had to double-check the article itself for that. Uh, EA Motive Studios. Uh, they're known recently for... Battlefront 2's campaign for Star Wars, which I haven't played yet, but from what I saw, it wasn't the best thing. I've heard mixed things. I've, I've had one of my coworkers tell me that it was not interesting at all, made no sense, and then I had one of my customers come in and say, like, yeah, I really liked that. That was the only thing I liked about the new Battlefront game. That's the complete opposite of I know, so I'm like, <laughs> what I everyone else is saying. I come for the multiplayer, but you know the story is. Uh, oh, never mind. Uh, but yeah, so they're not regarding Star Wars, but basically they are working on two games. Originally, they was announced that there is an unannounced game that they're making, an open world action adventure game, and now they're also at the same time making a new IP, another unannounced game, which also Star Wars. They both sound like new IP, mm. but we don't know what they are. Okay. They could be something of an existing franchise, but just the way they've kind of had it unknown, I parsh- I honestly kind of want it to be new IP just because it's always nice to have something new and fresh. Yeah. Uh, they're doing that. 
regarding Visceral, actually, their Star Wars assets will apparently be basically salvaged by EA Vancouver for their takeover for the Star Wars game. At so it's at least their it. stuff is being used. Yeah. yeah. Uh, last two, back to Fortnite a bit. Uh, season 5 has kind of gotten everyone ready, especially in Europe, since oh, they have God. giant life-sized llamas. Yeah. Physically out and about in Europe, there's like seven of them throughout the continent, I'm which is ridiculous. Crazy hyped for season five starting. I, th- I think it's tomorrow. I don't know if there's any. Downtime. Yeah, season four ends this week, and I actually wanted to ask you. So, I could have season four was the comet season, right? When it already crashed. Sure. Yeah, they like a comet crushed. They're crashing into what used to be Dusty Divot. Yeah. So whatever. what I was wondering then was when was that? How long are these seasons exactly? Like ten it, it weeks. Seems- Ten the, weeks. the battle pass is for 10 weeks. Okay. Dang, that's not much at all. All right. No. And this is, how many more seasons do they have? Uh, I don't even know if they're doing a limit on it. I think it's just that they have a new theme for each season or something like that. Okay. Because I could have sworn they were like, they're approaching like the end game or something. They're definitely ramping up to something big. I don't know. I've been kind of trying to guess with one of my coworkers that plays in Fortnite uh he's guessing that they might be either hinting at some sort of weird time travel stuff for the next season i don't know how you would work that in or what's it going back to <laughs> oh I, it i've been guessing that they're hinting at a new map because the mostly the way that they, oh yeah it's usually the same map. it's only one it, map right it's only one map That's, for i can't so believe like battle royale games crack me up i'm just like how much of the same thing. I mean, it, um, the excitement, of course, is like, I want to win. I want to survive. But also, yeah. if I can do it with teams, that's awesome. But I always forget that it's like, yeah, there's a map. Yeah. Here's or something. Thing. And I think, what, is there like three now in PUBG or something? Or uh, four? I think there's three now in PUBG. There's the regular. That's crazy. There's the original level. Then there's the desert level. And then there's the new Sandhook level. Meanwhile, Call of Duty and Battlefield are like, yeah, we have like. 30 maps, what's yeah. up, dude? You know, my co-worker, they're like 20 times smaller. So, my co worker Zach, who plays a bunch of Fortnite, he, or not Fortnite, uh, PUBG, mostly on PC, mostly because that's where all the stuff comes first. He's been really, really enjoying the new Sandhook map for PUBG because he, he says it's a little bit smaller than the other maps. So, there's a lot more action more quickly, and there's just guns littered everywhere. So there's less chance of you dropping and then not finding anything and having to hide for a while and stuff like that. It's, apparently the new map is much more fast-paced. Okay, yeah, because PUBG, so far at least, when I would, uh, we had a kiosk out front and we'd have PUBG on there, we used to add PUBG on there. Uh, I would play it a bit and kind of just check it out. And it was a lot slower paced and then I eventually played a little bit of Fortnite on PC and it was it's just the pace of it was a lot faster like yeah. PUBG was a lot more slow set this one was like instant 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 I'm dead next match alright uh, I, I think Fortnite has a smaller map overall than PUBG's maps but there's a lot more um, locations of interest on it and they're almost all named too so there's I guess that's where the variety comes in for playing the game is where you land determines you know where you're gonna go looting and whether or not people show up because you could choose to try to drop in between towns where oh yeah then there's less stuff where it's it's like tilted towers and like oh god yeah or you could try to be a badass and drop into a place where a bunch of people are gonna drop and just try to 
if you can get through the initial meat grinder, you you can tilt get, the towers. Yeah. Yeah. So basically what's been interesting to me about Fortnite's ramping up to season five is just the the crazy amount of viral marketing they're doing for it, I guess. Cause for a while they were uh, teasing something happening in the game with there were these TVs just scattered around with a timer on them counting down to something and it counted down to a rocket being fired off into the game one time you could only see it when if you were in a game when it happened at like 10 30 in the morning on saturday like a week ago or something like that so i didn't get to see it at the time because i was at work but basically what happened was the rocket fired up in the air like an ICBM, it did its you know return drop, and then as it was dropping, it was laser targeting tilted towers, and but right before it crashes into it and blows it up for whatever reason, it just like it's like it hit warp or something and just blinked out of existence, and then oh so it's gonna come back yeah well it did come back a couple times that was the weird thing it was like it basically kept teleporting around the map just going in and out of wormholes. And after that, like, I think the last thing was it went back off into the sky and left one huge rift in the sky. And then and at the time I was like, oh, wow, that's cool. And I lo- next time I logged in, the rift was there in the sky still. And apparently over the last week or so, the rifts throughout the, the map were the, uh, where the rocket teleported. The rifts have been getting bigger and bigger over the last week or so. And apparently now the people have been witnessing random objects from the game, like signs and, and random other things just get sucked out of the game. And apparently other people, like you said, with the llamas are witnessing those items in real life. Like apparently someone uh, came across a, like a burger mascot thing from a burger restaurant in the game. They just found this weird cartoon burger in the desert somewhere and took a picture of it, put it on Twitter and was like, what if it is this? Is this some sort of modern art or something? And then someone eventually noticed like, holy shit, that's the thing from Fortnite. So people have been noticing, oh my God, these rifts are sucking things out of the game. Putting oh, them the putting them there. Oh, that's clever. Yeah. So I'm just wondering like, what are they leading up to? Cause Should we go find some? I don't know. <laughs> that would be so funny. But yeah, just it's like the last time they did something like that, what was it like? Them, hey, go hunt for Mass Effect Three. Yeah. We're fucking dropping a bunch through the sky. Yeah, You're, we're re- we're releasing uh, a copy of Mass Effect Three into the atmosphere, and if you could find it when it comes down, it's yours. I was a good ten minutes of interest, and then I was yeah. like, "This is nothing." I think I'm not like, doing this. didn't that go like way wrong? Or Dude, something? it was supposed to land like near the beach, and then I actually took the bus, and I'm like trying to track it. This is, <laughs> God, it was years ago. Yeah, I didn't have a car yet or anything. I couldn't drive, so I'm like on the bus, and I'm like, oh, okay, I'm just going to follow this, and then it like just keeps going, and I'm like... I think IGN followed it, and they said it got stuck in a tree and took like, forever for someone Dude, to it. Dude, it wasn't even in the city anymore. It left the city. It yeah. went past the city, so, like south of it somewhere, and I was just like... There's a wind advisory in fact. I don't think anyone got it either. I'm pretty sure like it, I don't got, remember. it was somewhere they couldn't reach. It was ridiculous. It was it was a joke. Um, yeah. So I guess long story short, whatever Fortnite is leading up to, I'm just super impressed with the amount of effort they're putting into whatever it is. Gotcha. 
Alright, last piece of gaming news. EA has acquired Industrial Toys. Uh, they've made a couple mobile titles, Midnight Star and Midnight Star Renegade. And what they're focused on now that they're acquired by EA Worldwide Studios is they will be focusing on new gaming concepts. So maybe they could be making EA new mobile games or something else. Who knows? The team's like 14 people or something like that. Small team. Mm. Yeah. All right. So next up, uh, let's go with what we watched. Would you, did you see anything the last two weeks? Wait, movies or games? Oh, I'm sorry. No, movies and TV. Remember, we were combining... Oh, yeah. Just to kind of save. Yeah. For simplicity. All right. Also, Especially we're like 44 minutes in now. Yeah. The Dead Island game that I was thinking of was apparently Escape from Dead Island. Okay. So I I finally saw Deadpool in theaters. I thought that was super funny. I don't want to do any spoilers. Like I already talked to you about it a little bit, about the, the scenes that I thought were super funny. Like the, uh, the X-Force this the scene yeah, yeah. they jump out of the helicopter yeah. what happens after that yeah. not helicopter the plane is so funny i the, the movie i don't think it was as good as the first one but maybe that's just because i was so caught off guard with how good the first one was and i was expecting the second one to live up to that but low expectation eh, low expectations for the first high for the second pretty yeah much. basically yeah. so i was still very pleasantly surprised by how much I laughed at it. And there were a lot of really funny scenes. I just, there was something really special about the first one. Maybe it's also that I like an origin story. So I like how they showed how he became Deadpool, but yeah. Okay. Um, what else did I watch? Mostly just been watching a bunch of shows. I finally finished the, I got through Brooklyn nine, nine, I started like the whole fifth season or or fourth season, whatever they're up to now. Okay. Uh, before it got picked up by NBC again, I started watching, well, not the new season of Arrested Development, but oh right, I forgot about that. But the recut last season. Yeah. Like I started. (laughs) The funny thing was the way they recut it. I didn't recognize that it was the first the last season until about halfway through the first episode. And I was like, wait, I've already seen all this stuff. Oh wait, this is just the, the recut that I, I never watched. So watching through that to, I guess, rejog my memory about what happened before I go, just go on to the next, the newest season. And it's, it's still funny. I still really like that show. I almost forgot. I watched all of Luke Cage, the, the new season. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, I thought it was okay. I, I really enjoyed it. Up until about the last episode, I just didn't like how they wrapped it up. It basically felt like Luke Cage was irrelevant for the entire last episode. I just, that was the only thing. Up until then, I was I was really interested, but they just kind of ends on a flat note, I guess. But yeah. uh, what else? I should write this down. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll just uh, jump on to what I had watched. Uh... Yeah, so I watched Lost in Space Ooh, the whole like season. That. Yeah, that was... Uh, I liked it a lot, honestly. I, I really like the whole Swiss Family Robinson vibe that... I mean, it basically is supposed to be Swiss Family Robinson in space. But I enjoyed it a lot. Sorry, I forgot. I also watched the entire la- uh, second season of Glow. Nice. There was... Um, how to describe it? I guess I don't watch many family-oriented shows anymore. Like, it's not it's not really meant for kids for the most part. I'd say it's still, like, more adult-oriented as a 
television show. For sure. But it's still, like, you could probably, most stages can watch it, I think. I'm trying to, like, think back, was there anything, like, too much or... Like, oh, would this be PG-13 or rated R or something? It wasn't anything like that. No, there was nothing like anyone getting, like, ripped in half by the robot or anything. No. <laughs> Danger <laughs> Will Robinson. Like, it still had the classic lines and everything else. People um, got super mad that it said Danger Will Robinson immediately. Like, for whatever reason, they felt it was unearned. Yeah. I, I thought it was fine. Like, I there was I didn't really have any problems with it. I liked the kind of changes. I never read anything about it prior or if there were books or other shows before, like, the... Yeah, there was a show. Because I, I, I remember the movie in the 90s, the, the 90s movie had a, what's this, Joey from Friends yeah. in it? Uh, uh, Matt LeBlanc. Yeah. I literally wanted to see that movie just for the one shot in the trailer where he turns around and the, the armor kind of slides over his head. I just thought that was so cool. It's like an Iron Man suit out of nowhere. Yeah. I'm sorry, there's more construction and dumb shit going on next door, apparently. Mm. Uh, sorry if you hear, like... If you hear what's happening right now, <laughs> if not, that's cool. Then I, well, I'll find out when I am editing, but I'm pretty sure it's being recorded. We'll see. Uh, yeah, so I saw that. It was I enjoyed it basically. I like they they kept the family dynamic pretty pretty good. I'm granted I've never seen the original. I've just only heard people describe it, and it sounded like they did a pretty good job on keeping that family dynamic while making it a modern show. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, next up, I saw Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Did Ooh, you see that yet? No, I haven't seen that one yet. Uh, dude, that, <laughs> that movie is it's something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, like, I would, I'll would, i say there was I, there was more development in the characters in this one than there was in the last one, for sure. Uh, you kind of get more of a... You grab onto them a, a smidge more. It's not like, oh, the, their performances are amazing. But it was like, oh, okay, okay I can, like, enjoy them a smidge more. Uh, the dinosaurs, of course, were dinosaurs like they're they're just doing their thing the the premise of it it did have some lost world jurassic park aspects in it which was interesting just because it always seems like like somehow less jedi had basically a lot of the same things that red empire strikes back this one had a lot of the same things that the second original jurassic park movies so it's just kind of like huh all right just like people taking dinos from an island and putting them somewhere else i won't say where just because it's ridiculous what they do. Like, the things that happen in this movie are, like, I was I was laughing at a lot of parts in the theater. Like, I was cracking up. I thought from, certain things were hilarious. From what I gathered from the trailers, it looks like they start off by saying it's a rescue mission. These things are living creatures. They deserve to live in a habitat that's not exploding for whatever reason. Uh, and then it turns out they're just selling them on the black market to whoever wants to buy a dinosaur. Yeah. <laughs> something like that you'll see i will say though there's this dude what fucking you know how in movies the only way something happens is if someone somehow just does something really stupid out of nowhere it's like oh i'm yeah. gonna go fuck shit up and then it's like oh so this is how the plot develops something like that happens exactly but <laughs> it was actually similar to that not specifically in that sense but like someone did something that was really, really stupid, but really, really fun. Like, when it's happening, you're, I was dying so much. I'll just, like, there's a dude, he's just gonna be like, where's my bonus? And you're like, what the fuck is this guy doing? And he goes to a cage, and certain things happen, and you're like, oh, are you fucking kidding me? And then, like, it, it's just really stupid, but it was really good. 
Like, I would not have changed that for a second. I'm like, oh, this is perfect if I wrote that. Whoever wrote that was just like, this is such a stupid, but I think people will love it. It was great. Um, but yeah, that movie was, it was really enjoyable. Um, I just like dinosaurs. Did they explain the teeth comment from the first movie? The teeth comment? That was like, I never understood why, when, I think the, the, the Indominus Rex was fighting the Velociraptors or something. Yeah. The, the stupid kid that really liked, the, the one kid that liked dinosaurs, the younger one. Yeah. Was just counting on his fingers for some reason. He's like, we, we don't have enough teeth. We need more teeth. And that's why they go out and get the T-Rex oh. to add more teeth to the equation. And it, ever since then, I'm just like, what the fuck formula are you No, they don't They fingers? don't do the statistical uh, equations at all in this like, one. I never understood that. Like, what is yeah. the kid the the talking about? The amount of different carnivores in this one was crazy, though. There was, like, actually multiple different species of just carniv- carnivorous dinosaurs, which was really enjoyable. Uh, and then I saw Ant-Man and Wasp. Uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp. How'd you like it? I liked it a lot, actually. I'm um, hearing surprisingly good things about it. People are saying, at least from what I've seen other people that say, they, they say they like it more than the first one. It's different, because the first one's like a heist movie. This one's kind of like a... It's like a on-the-run rescue movie, mm. sort of. I, it's hard to uh, explain, it, but it's super... Like, it's Paul Rudd being Paul Rudd. They're so trying it's to hilarious. save Janet Van Dyne. Yeah, they're trying to save, like... Uh, the original Wasp, basically, yeah. from the Quantum Run. And it's, like, Paul Rudd is hilarious in it. Um, what, I forget the actor's name, but he played Kim Jong-un in the interview movie. And he's also, I think, in um, Fresh Off the Boat. He's the dad in it, I think, I want to say. But he's... Uh, I really hope that's the same guy. If not, I feel really bad about saying that. Uh, but, yeah, he he's in it. Um, Michael... Pena's in it oh, again. I love that guy. <laughs> uh, it, it's dude. That movie is so fucking funny. Uh, but it's not. So the reason I like this was because Ant Man and the Wasp. It's like it already seems like oh this is a comedy anyway. This starts off as a comedy. It's not like oh we're gonna have a bunch of fucking quips in here and just a bunch of like ah I have clever lines and shit. It's like this is just supposed to be funny. It's and, all a consistent theme. Yeah, and it's not like the other ones where it's like, oh, the world's ending for the 20th fucking time or something like that. It's just like, oh, it's a small-time thing. Uh, the bad guys aren't the worst guys. And it's like, okay, cool. Yeah, it's a small scale, small time with a guy that can go big and small. It, it was just really enjoyable. It's more down-to-earth. That's why I liked yeah. it. It wasn't, it wasn't trying to, like, do something ridiculous. Yeah, I looked into Ghost a little bit before the movie came out and it seems like their motivation is mostly just corporate espionage just stick it to the man basically uh you'll see mm. yeah but i i enjoyed it a lot basically uh, and then yeah so movie news mm. here we go so i'm gonna try to get through this stuff as quickly as possible we'll of course comment on some things but more of it's just like oh cool so this is happening we'll start off really with just the photo and synopsis for once upon a time in hollywood was released so we got like picture of brad pitt and leonardo dicaprio in their fun attire and basically uh the synopsis follows as uh quentin quentin tarantino's ninth feature film is a story that takes place in los angeles in 1969 at the height of hippie hollywood the two lead characters are Rick Dalton, played by DiCaprio, former star of a Western TV series, and his longtime stunt double, Cliff Booth, played by Pitt. 
Both are struggling to make it in a Hollywood they don't recognize anymore. But Rick has a very famous next-door neighbor, <laughs> Sharon Tate. And the movie is scheduled to release September, no shit, August 9th, 2019. Yeah, That's enough. So. <laughs> yeah, so that, that, I'm, I'm excited for this movie. I forget. He said he's doing 10 movies, I think, and then he's done. That was like Did he point. ever put a limit on it? I think it was 10. I feel like it was 10. Uh, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure it was done. I feel like that might go how, like, how Kevin Smith was like, I'm done after this movie. Never mind, I'm making five more. Yeah, <laughs> I'll just keep doing it until it's not fun anymore. I kind of stopped watching, yeah, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I didn't see the last two. Yeah, I, I didn't watch... Uh, Yoga Hosers or Tusk for me. I didn't Tusk see Tusk I watched. Much. I actually liked it. Yoga okay. Hosers I missed. Gotcha. Uh, next up, Disney acquisition of Fox is getting approved from... Uh, it, got, it got their approval from the U.S. Antitrust. So Disney will agree to sell assets to resolve competitive harms arising from the merger. So as in, like, you can't have this much shit, so you gotta sell yeah. some shit off or something like that. Basically, I mean, the whole point of the antitrust agency, as far as I'm aware, is to make sure that there's no company creating a monopoly to push out other businesses and stuff like that. I could be wrong on that. That might be another organization. But, yeah, it just sounds like, basically, hey, Fox or Disney, you can't own everything so get rid of things that would be conflicting to the deal i don't know i'm not a legal person don't follow my advice <laughs> gotcha sorry for knocking the table okay i was like what the hell yeah <laughs> holding my phone on the table didn't realize i hit it all right so that was that oh yeah yeah sorry i forgot i didn't get to yeah comcast may Attempt to bid again, though. That is still, I believe, allowed. Yeah. So we'll see what happens with that. If anything, it just means Fox gets more money. Yeah. (laughs) Whoever wins, Fox wins. Uh, Next up, uh, Wonder Woman 2. There was a photo released of Kristen Wiig as Barbara Minerva, the anthropologist who becomes Cheetah. Is that just the picture of her in the museum? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It basically just looks exactly, honestly, she looks exactly like she does in the comics for the most part. It's kind of like, uh, not nerdy, it's hard to describe, like, like anthropologists who just kind of like, I don't know, it's like sort of explorer looking, but very nerdy explorer looking. That's the best way to describe yeah. it. I don't know. Basically like Dr. June Moon from uh, Suicide Squad. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, Let me the twist fir- the neck of this idol. Let's see if it's posable. Yeah, something like that. Uh, also, Gal Gadot visited a children's hospital dressed up as Wonder Woman. Uh, she proceeded then to tie each child up one at a time, getting them to tell her their deepest, darkest secrets. Yeah. Um, personally, I would have done the same thing given the situation and the power. She didn't do that last part, of course. I am lying. Uh, next up, Jared Leto cast as Morbius, the living vampire, for that Sony film. So that, I guess that'll happen... Wait, is that a standalone thing, or is that tied to something? We'll find out eventually. I really like It Morbius. could be like the Black Cat, Silver Sable movie, and Venom. Who knows if they're tied into something, that. or if they're standalone, or if they're like part of MCU, or are they part of their own little niche universe. Yeah. Who knows? Honestly, I really like Morbius as a character. I just... And honestly, Jared Leto would be a perfect, uh, at least build for him. Yeah. So that'd be cool, depending on how they do it. And we got the front runners for Top Gun 2 uh, to play the lead role, which will be the son of Goose. Uh, Goose guy. was Tom Cruise's special friend 
in yeah. the movie, as you saw during those volleyball scenes. Uh, yep. <laughs> it was so ridiculous. Um, playing with the yeah, the, the front runners though are Miles Teller, Nicholas Holt, and Glenn Powell. Uh, next up, Disney has closed Disney Toon Studios, which, yeah. re- like, before that was called Movie Toons, or Disney Movie Toons. And the thing with this is, I, I come, it comes to, into question, like, is it because of the success of the studio, or maybe lack of success? Uh, basically, the newest films that it was creating were the Two Planes movies. So, oh, Planes and then Planes and Fire and Rescue. Mm. They also made all those fairy movies, so all those Tinkerbell movies uh, that were happening. direct video ones. Yeah. So that happened. They also, but here's the thing: those uh, they made a lot of stuff before that. They made 47 films, apparently, or approximately, I think. Uh, before that, they made really good films. Well, a couple. Uh, they made like what, the Ducktales movie. They yeah. made Goofy movie and Goofy movie two, which I love. They made Aladdin three, which I love a lot as well. Uh, specifically, Goofy and Aladdin three, like those movies, I fucking love. Um, Third one was. The King of Thieves. Yeah, the with yeah. the play on the Arabian. Return Nights. of the Jafar was okay, yeah. but that that one was the that was the good one. The third one was pretty cool. Uh, cool yeah. where you find out Aladdin's dad was like the head of the. This I love that. Uh, I want to I want to dress up as him one day. Aladdin's dad is so tight looking. I forget what they called themselves. Oh, the Forty Thieves. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> what are the thieves called? Thieves. Oh shit! I just uh, I thought it was like a play off of Lawrence of Arabia or something like that. No. Yeah. Uh, they basically were famous for pretty much every single direct-to-DVD Disney movie sequel. Yeah. So Mulan to Lion King to Tarzan to and other favorites such as Bambi to. Uh, hang on, I could just I'm gonna say two twenty more. I'm just two two two. <laughs> maybe there's a three right there, and then a two and a two. But basically, yeah, that's what they. That's, okay. Disney Animation Studios would make all the main theatrical releases that were like the big hits, except for probably like Home on the Range. And uh, this, these guys would then do the follow-ups that were just kind of like catch these in your Target or something. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they had one last film, I guess, coming in March 2019. It was canceled. It could have been Planes Three, um, Red Bull, or <laughs> uh, I don't know fairies again uh yeah so that 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 happened it's unfortunate just because i think maybe some of them will be relocated otherwise i think they might be laid off i'm not too sure yeah uh next up we have a poster unveiled for the movie glass and night Shyamalan's third film which follows unbreakable and split uh the poster shows bruce willis samuel jackson and james mcavoy and all three of their like their personas basically I honestly haven't seen any of those movies yet. I do want to really badly. Uh, I will eventually. The movie, though, is now slated for January 18th, 2019. Uh, news that I will go by fast and we will not talk about whatsoever. Okay. Uh, Jim Carrey is Dr. Robot- Robotnik in the live-action Sonic movie. He's been cast to voice a CG character in a live-action movie. Are you going to be CG? I don't. Do you really think Jim Carrey? I told you we're not talking. I about. so would Jim love Carrey. To see him with that is he gonna fucking mustache. dress up as Doctor Robotnik and just <laughs> have really. the fucking hair and shit, or was that Megan? Hey, if you could do the Grinch, you could do Eggman. Sonic, yeah. Robotnik. Robotnik, yeah. Fuck. Gotta it. go I fast just, through that yeah. story to stop me. Yeah. <laughs> all right, we're done. We're done. No more. I don't want to talk about. I don't want to see. Too, too slow. I don't want to see the trailer. We're not watching this trailer. I've never seen that trailer when it comes out. It's just you're not gonna make me do it. 
It's not happening. We'll see. Uh, <laughs> all right, it chapter two. Uh, they had a photo of the whole cast, or at least like the the, the kids. Oh, did they? They're grown up now. Yeah, uh, it's kind of like Rugrats all grown up. These guys are all grown up, um, except instead of Reptar, it's a clown. <laughs> um, so, but basically, the cast for all the kids now is uh, Beverly. They aged the actress immensely uh, through a time machine, along <laughs> with all the other children. Uh, I'm just kidding. But no, Jessica Chastain is playing Beverly. James McAvoy is playing Bill. Uh, Isaiah mm. Mustafa is Mike. I'm like, holy shit, they got a fucking cast for this, dude. Ray... Wait, Jay, the, Ray Giant. I was going to say Ray Giant. The Old Spice dude? Isaiah, Isaiah Mustafa? Mustafa? Is, that, is that him? Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's, he's fucking Mike, that dude. dude's body, my god. Okay, <laughs> alright. Uh, Jay Ryan is Ben. James Ranson is Eddie. And fucking Bill Hader is Richie. Uh, also, Andy Bean is Stanley. I'm like, oh my god. September 6th, 2019 is when that movie comes out. I love Bill Hader. Next up, uh, live action Gundam movie was announced. I'm very happy with it. And I'm sure uh, one of my friends from school was really sad when he was... He, he just is like... I feel like the closest I'll ever get to a live-action movie is having to watch freaking Ready Player One to see a Gundam in it for, like, whatever. And I'm just like, I'm sorry, dude. I guess, do you have to watch this movie to see Gundam? And he's like, I, I don't know. I guess so. And I was like, all right. Just because Ready Player One was okay. there for, like, 30 seconds. Yeah. The Ready Player One, I mean, it was fine. But it did some stuff that pissed me off with the way they had certain characters. So I was, yeah. They really fucked up Mechagodzilla. Oh, God, yeah. I was so... Like, my friend saw it, and he said, don't get too angry when you see it. And I'm like, what do you mean? And he's like, that well, Mechagodzilla's in it. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, which, okay. which era? Because uh, there's three eras in Mechagodzilla. Clear, there's three different forms. Mechagodzilla was in the book. What was in the movie was something sort of resembling Mechagodzilla. What I saw was bullshit yeah and i was quite displeased with what they had created which was supposed to be a mechagodzilla but it was their own design yeah and it was a quite it looks stupid it was a quite disgusting design and i feel very offended if this is the good old days i would then declare war but we are not in that time so i cannot unfortunately i thought it was so weird they put so much attention into getting the other characters so close to what they actually look like but Mechagodzilla, they're like, fuck it, just yeah, do it. Yeah, just fuck it up, Mechagodzilla. It's only the biggest robot in this whole movie. It's just like, whatever, it doesn't matter. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, so, uh, next up, Nick Cage. Nicholas Cage is voicing Spider-Man Noir in Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Spider I am from Black and White, and I'm here to solve mysteries. As the spider. Hey guys. I, I just, I'm really, that's gonna be ridiculous when that comes out with that in there. Uh, and then, uh, Carrie Russell reportedly will be in Star Wars Episode 9. She apparently was cast. What was, was crazier, Carrie Russell? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> wrote down her name. I'm okay. Let really, me. Did you have any movie news really fast? Um, if you do, just will, the... will you say it really fast? I can look up who she is. If you want. Uh, okay. Well, just that there, the only other thing I have on my list that you don't have was the Predator trailer. That oh, yeah, 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 yeah. There was a, a new Predator trailer. I don't know. I just didn't like the tone of the first trailer really at all. I felt like they were being too comedic about an alien invasion or even just like one of these Predators showing up. 
But then in the second trailer, at some point, like, as the predator is about to kill someone, like, a huge fucking hand crashes through the wall, pulls the predator through the wall. Turns out there's another even bigger predator, I guess super predator, that's also hunting the smaller predator. So I don't know who's the good guy or the bad guy anymore. I am at this point could not be any less interested. I mean, it's it's like uh, Qui Gon Jinn always says: "There's always a bigger fish." Yeah, and then Jar Jar shakes his head in, in dismay. Well, I think what what confused me so much about that shot in the trailer was it started off with the like the one guy that they had, I think, in interrogation in the first trailer, said something like, "You know, you know what's actually on that ship," and then it cuts to. Like, I thought they were going to just leave it as a blank. Like, oh, no, shit, are there xenomorphs on that ship? Are they trying to keep xenomorphs away and it's not just a Predator movie? But no, just there's just another bigger Predator on that ship as well. And I was like, oh, well, well, we already knew it was a Predator ship, so what the fuck is the problem? <laughs> Whatever. All right, so I looked up Carrie Russell. Um, it's not much. I mean, a bunch of movies I don't know about. It's just like, oh, she was Mel Gibson's wife and we were soldiers. I'm pretty sure, I think, or okay. she's another, I, I think that's what she is. Uh, she was one of the characters in Mission Impossible 3 that apparently died. I don't remember mm. her at all. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, so I don't know anything else about her. More importantly, though, Lando Calrissian, a.k.a. Billy D. Williams, will be returning to Star Wars Episode Nine. Oh, that girl. Yeah. But yeah, so Billy D. Williams is back, so that's going to be crazy. Uh, I'm pretty excited to see some Lando return and just kind of act really, really, really old and just probably talk very slowly. I feel like I've said time. this before, but I feel like it would have made more sense if he had been the, the master code cracker that could do everything and it's the suave dude that they missed in the casino in episode eight. Like, the guy that they didn't get. Because all Billy D would have had to do is just stand by a craps table or whatever he was playing. Yeah. But they decided not to do that. Well, whatever. They didn't want him to get hit by one of those bigger dog monkeys. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's like, I, at the time, you know, I wondered, well, why didn't he just do a short cameo? And then I found out that, you know, he has pretty bad back problems and it hurts him to stand for too long. And stuff. So I was like, oh, well... Yeah, you know what? I feel like an asshole saying, well, why didn't he just do two minutes of movie? <laughs> well, now that he's older, he should yeah, be able to do that, that even, even now more now, right? Yeah, but now he's doing it anyways. I'm like, well, then why didn't they just have him for that scene? <laughs> okay. Oh, he was in Scrubs. She was in Scrubs. All right, last two. Uh, Jeremy Renner, cast as Detective Twitch Williams in the new Spawn movie. Yeah, I'm really in, weirded out by that movie. Just, one, the budget is, like, way low. And, and two... It seems to be a movie about the Spawn world that doesn't primarily involve Spawn, although they cast Jamie Foxx to play him. Spawn, yeah. It seems like this movie is mostly going to evolve around uh, Sam and Twitch investigating shit around Spawn. Not Sam and Max. Sam and Max. Wait, no. Twitch. Wait, shit. Who is Twitch's partner? I just wanted to confuse you. Sam and Max is that, (laughs) I think, Telltale game or something. Yeah, no, Sam and Max is a different thing. It's the yeah. bunny and the dog. Surprisingly, also detectives. Yeah. Huh. Who copied who? It's mm-hmm. all the same. Spawn the dog. Didn't you know that? Or is he a rabbit? What did I say he was? 
I don't know. I'm just trying to confuse you further. Why? Exactly. Uh, next up, this is really terrible news. Indiana Jones 5 has been delayed a whole goddamn year. So it was I originally coming was out in that. July 10th, 2020. I was quite excited. I was going to delay my birthday three days for this. <laughs> Apparently now I can't because I have to delay my birthday another year. I guess I'll have to be like whatever. Be 27 for another <laughs> yeah, year. Yeah, <laughs> like 22 years, 27, something. Uh, Indiana Jones 5 is now coming out July 9th. 2021 2020 20. We're about to be in the 20s. This is too much. Uh, I'm not ready for that. Uh but yeah, 2021. Death stranding while you're waiting. Oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Death stranding in Indiana Jones 5 a, 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 quite a pair for the for your opening into the 2020 era. Watch them come out in the same day. It's the new it's roaring like, 20s. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Okay, that's it for movie news. TV news. The Invader Zim movie. Enter the Florpus. <laughs> coming to television as a film. Is having a panel at San Diego Comic Con with like the whole cast, the creator. So it's going to be a good time for those that are there. For those that aren't there, sucks for us. Uh, Jeremy Irons joined the cast of HBO's Watchmen. Mm. This is a good one. Is he going to be? I don't know. They haven't said yet. Huh. Yeah. Steven Spielberg's Halo TV series is coming to Showtime. They ordered 10 one-hour episodes for the season. I don't know if you can hear that eye roll of mine. Yeah. The, the production may possibly begin in 2019. Be I'd like to remind everyone that this was announced in 2013. Yeah. that That's why I was rolling my eyes. Not because not I'm not interested in a Halo series. I'm really interested in a Halo series. I just don't believe it's gonna happen until i see a trailer or something yeah so i think they may or may not be doing pre-production now but basically 2019 they might do production and then uh i would suggest then actually it'll be joining indiana jones 5 most yeah. likely not uh, the, new, the new trilogy is gonna be death stranding first uh, it sequels indiana jones 5 <laughs> and the third one will be the halo tv series most likely coming out I will guess in 2024, because, uh, yeah, fucking, how many, five What's years, Spielberg five years, it was doing, announced. Yeah, it's Spielberg doing a Microsoft property. I hope it's not like Ridley Scott's. Yeah. That's all I can say. I was not a fan. I don't think fault. anyone was. Why would you go back to a shard of the Halo ring, have some mysterious monster on it, and it's not the flood. It it's just the like Golo. It's the fucking hunter worms. It was the hunter worms. They just are going around in a swarm for whatever reason. Yeah, it's funny too. I love that I can call them their alien names. I read so many of the books early, like when the when I still get some of them. I know during the, the Halo trilogy, the elites are Singali. Singali, yeah. They're from Singali, the grunts are something with a U. They're the Ungoy. Ungoy. Yeah. Uh, the Kigyar are the jackals. The brutes are the Jeralani. Right. The drones are the Yanmi, and the hunters are the Lekolo. I forgot about the Yanmi. Yeah. And humans are Homo sapiens. <laughs> and the humans are Homo sapiens erections. I mean, Homo sapien erectus. Yeah. I mean, Homo sapiens. Wait, did they have those the drones in the other games, or was it just in Halo 3? The, the, the bugs? Yeah. I think they were just in 3. Oh, and the, the fucking prophets were the Sanchium. 
Yeah. Right, Sanchun. I still remember that shit. Huh. I should really learn a language that's not English. <laughs> yeah, uh, that might be a little uh, more useful. <laughs> all right. Uh, <laughs> Always Sunny, season 13, coming September 5th I this year. The FXX. Uh, it'll only have four out of five cast members this time since Dennis is gone. Yeah, I don't know if he's going to be like a guest appearance every once in a while or what. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. Uh, the Mayans MC premiere is coming the day before on September 4th on FX. It is the spinoff from Sons of Anarchy, so it's the Mayan... Oh, really? Yeah, so their original, at least in the Sons of Anarchy, the Mayans were the Mexican uh, motorcycle company that were based off in Oakland. Yeah. But this is not the same one. So the, this is their that. chapter that is near the border. That's cool. Yeah, so they'll be Southern California, I believe. That'll be pretty cool. Oh, it's... you mean like Riverside, where they were like constant meth wars? Exactly. Exactly <laughs> that. I think they'll be dealing with cartels and shit. I'm not too sure. Uh, yeah, so that is going to happen. I'm kind of excited. I enjoyed Sons of Anarchy. And then Castlevania Season 2, eight episodes coming October 26th, 2018. More importantly, Godzilla City on the Edge of Battle coming <laughs> July 16th, second... which is actually very soon. Is that a second season to the anime they did, or is that a new thing? It's the second movie. It's three movies, so it's a trilogy. Uh, the, yeah, so it's like basically one hour or like hour and a half movie, each one. So the first was one was first one? Godzilla, Planet of the Monsters. I actually started watching it. I forget something oh. happened, and I was only like 15... No, I was 10 minutes in, I want to say. Oh, so and it's not a series, it's a movie. It's a trilogy. It's a movie trilogy. Oh, weird. When it first came out, I thought it was a, a short series. Nah, and because I waited, I was like, oh, I'll watch it with some friends and stuff because I used to make them watch Godzilla at school. Like, mm-hmm. I would bring all, I brought all the movies and we do like a double feature every Sunday. Well, now that I know it's only like an hour and a half long, I'll totally go home and watch that. Yeah. So I, I was like, I'm interested, but I don't know if I want to spend like 10 hours on a Godzilla It's like that special right thing. I'm like, I keep saving it, even though I'm like, oh, I fucking love Godzilla. You think I'd see it first? I'm like, no, yeah. I'm just going to save it. I'm going to save it a little bit. I'm going to probably honestly just do it back to back when it comes out with the, when the second one comes out, though. And then the last bit of news, Game of Thrones prequel, the, lo- the one that I guess based on The Long Night, the Age of Heroes and whatnot, is coming, or not coming, it's uh, filming in October in Belfast. So it seems like it'll, like, after season eight ends next year, in 2020, I'm assuming, they're just going to have the next season out. Or, like, I would love it if it's, like, season eight's over. Tune in next month to the prequel coming out right after. Honestly, I've personally wanted, if they were going to do a spin-off series to Game of Thrones, I would have liked them to cover the time Dirk Roberts' Rebellion, because... I think you told us that last time. There's, I mean, they, they covered a little bit in the show. Uh, they haven't really gotten into it in too much in the book, other than just, you know, Roberts' reasoning for going off to war, Ed's, Ned, or Ned's reason for siding with Rob. No. I just said it. Yeah, I mean, like, the biggest, the, the biggest uh, things in it, though. Son, Rob. <laughs> I mean, it would just be the how it happened, but the whole thing is, like, with Bran's flashbacks, it kind of takes the key That's moments true. that would have been amazing away. Plus, like, it's so close. You could just do something, like, it, it, there's rumors that one of the shows will be uh, about the Valyrian Empire, and then this That'd one's going to be, cool. be The Long Night, and there's so many other things you could do besides Robert's Rebellion, like, um, personally, I'd, like, like Dunkin' Egg. Yeah. Or the Dance of Dragons, because during the, or the, well, no, the Blackfire Rebellion is kind of all over the place, because there was like five or something. Yeah. I just so, feel like there, there's a lot more to Robert's Rebellion than just those key scenes. Like, they could easily do a show about the the progress of the war, 
And I think it's mostly just because I really want to see that scene where Rob, uh, where uh, Robert uses his massive warhammer to cave in. Uh, shit, what's his name? Rhaegar. Yeah, Rhaegar's chest, and like the way they describe it in the book is. He well, it's because hit- he hits his armor, and the rubies all fall. And yeah, that's why they call it the ruby fort after. Yeah, oh, that's why. Yeah, I forgot. About that. I know they said something like people are still occasionally, you know. Rumor Even in the first in Game still... of Thrones, the the book, not the series. So like the first book is called yeah. Game of Thrones. The whole series is called Song of Ice and Fire. Yeah. In Game of Thrones, when like uh, they're still heading to King's Landing from Winterfell, Arya and like the butcher's boy Micah is like they're they're playing. They're like we're looking for Rhaegar's rubies, and yeah. Sansa's like because right off Ra- drink wine. Yeah, because Prince Rhaegar was you know the prince of the country or the kingdom, so had some I guess money to spare for wicked cool armor. So he had really elaborate armor and, you know, all jewel encrusted and everything. And Robert killed him by caving his chest in with a warhammer that dented his armor inward, you know, literally crushing his chest and knocking a bunch of jewels off his breastplate and falling into the river. And it just the way that scene was described, it was like, I would really like to see that on film. But if I never end up seeing that, then whatever. I'm fine with the a Long Night series, though. That's also a really, really cool part of the history of that world. Yeah, and it'll give us a lot of information we've always wanted yeah. to know anyway. Hopefully get to see a bit of the First Men and the... Um, well, it'll be... The whole thing is going to be the First Men. There's the first no... Man, there will be no the... Andals and there'll be no Roinar, which the, the Andals are basically... What do they call them? The Children of the Forest? Children of the Forest, yeah. Because the Andals are everyone that's not in the North for the most yeah. part. There's some families... In certain parts of Westeros that aren't the North that are from the First Men, they're just like remnants that yeah, were killed off by the Andals. So the Andals are the, like, don't the Starks count themselves as of the First Men? The Starks are First Men. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, so the North is First Men, except for the Mandalorians. They're like the. All right, we're getting to it. The people won't yeah. understand this, but basically, we're talking about uh, Andals or Lannisters, uh, Arryns, uh, fucking Tyrells and shit, uh, Tullys. I think Tullys. I want to say. Um, but the Rhaenar are the, the Martells and the Dornish, basically, for the most part. A lot of the Dornish, not all of them. And then, um, of course, there's the Valerians, which are the Targaryens and another family that don't matter really right now. But yeah, so for it'll just be first men. So no Lannisters, no Targaryens, no Dornish, nothing. And the first men were all throughout Westeros before. So there were all these different houses or certain houses that were small now in Westeros will be a lot bigger, which will be really cool. I don't know if the Danes would be in it. It would be awesome if the Danes mm. were there. Yeah. Um, but, because uh, they're first men. Uh, but, yeah, so that's what that's going to be. Um, that's pretty much it for all the news we have. Mm-hmm. Um, for the most part, yeah. So, we... Well, unless you want to talk about the Purge TV show, which my only point on that is how. Uh, and I'm good. Yeah, I'm going to get on that, too. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So the way you can contact us, of course, uh, email us at sutrasidetalk at gmail.com. Give us any feedback, positive or negative. So far, we've, of course, gotten zero since we have, like, eight people maybe listening to the show and then, like, three people following. Right yeah, it's, it's more than I expected. I'm like, all right, there's more than one. It's better than what I thought. Yeah. Uh, but, yes, we'll... Like I said, a friend of mine's working on artwork. Hopefully, we'll get it soon. Then we could start throwing it on iTunes and other uh, bigger apps, like maybe Bandcamp or something like that. We'll see. iTunes will be first, of course. Yeah. Um, 
I might look into YouTube later. We'll see. And then, of course, after everything's out and about, we'll look into Patreon and everything else again. But, yeah, uh, if you want to follow the show, follow it on Twitter at Sutra Side Talk. Follow us if you want. James at InvaderJim124. Yep, on at Twitter. And follow me at underscore Raider underscore on Twitter. And that's about it. You guys have a good one. We will probably not have a two-week gap next time, so the show should hopefully be a little bit shorter, less news and whatnot. But, yeah, you guys have a great time. Talk to you later. Thanks for listening.